You know, it's been fun to watch the uh, growth of a local company, Alto. It's a ride-sharing company. It's a lot different from, from Uber and Lyft, but they've grown like crazy. And now they're spread all for they're, they're coast-to-coast now. L.A. to Miami, all over Dallas. Will Coleman's the the uh, co-founder and CEO of Alto and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks, David. Always good to be with you. So I so I got a full plate that I want to talk to you about. First of all, you've added yet another city, and you're going into Silicon Valley right now, right? That's right. We just launched Silicon Valley last week, actually, uh, and also got Washington, D.C. open in January. So it's been a, a busy couple of months for us at Alto, for sure. This is, you know, it's really, I don't have to tell you, it's really expensive. I mean, the capital used... To, to do fund all this expansion, Dallas, Palo Alto, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, Washington, D.C. You've got some good funding rounds coming through, evidently. Yeah, things have been going really well. The business is performing great, and I think that we're really starting to prove that the, the success we had in Dallas early on uh, is replicable. And, um, and so our investors are definitely very excited about that and about the momentum in the business coming out of the pandemic which has really given us the fuel we need to uh, expand and, and to offer our services, uh, our differentiated services, our safe, consistent, hospitable ride experience across the country. As you said, we're now coast to coast. And I would think that you must have a you hit California at the right time. There was just big initiative. And it seemed to be starting in California to sort of take gig workers and make them full-time workers that they, they, they zeroed in on, on Uber and Lyft and said, you know, these people really ought to be employees rather than contractors. Well, that's what you've got. You've got employees. You started that way. We started with employees. We always have felt that having W2 employees as our drivers is a big differentiator for our drivers. It gives them a more safe, consistent, and differentiated experience. It's also much better for our, our passengers. Uh, and we think it's better for the cities and it's uh, better for uh, the, the cities and states in which we operate. And so, uh, yeah, we, we feel it's it's not only the, the right thing, um, but also the good thing to do. And, yeah, California has been very welcoming. You know, they uh, had a law that was targeting uh, gig workers to make them employees that ultimately failed as a part of a, a statewide referendum vote in 2020. But. Uh, we, we went anyway and said, you know, we want to be able to prove that our model uh, can and does work, um, uh, which is something that our competitors have often said isn't possible. And so we're now showing that it is, and we're really excited about what we've been able to, to prove on that front, for sure. You know, and one of the things I know you've been talking about for the last year or so was taking your, your fleet, and you own the fleet. You have all, you know, the same uniform cars, but talking about uh, – making them all electric, um, which also seems like a very timely thing to do, especially when we're looking at, at $5, I guess, in case of California. What is, what's gasoline I in think California? Some, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think it starts with a seven some of these days uh, out there. So it's definitely never been a better time to be uh, making that move to electric. We're, we're really pressing as fast as we can, working with uh, vehicle manufacturers as well as charging partners, uh, even real estate partners, to help us build out the infrastructure and be ready for when the cars are ready. Ultimately, uh, the vehicle availability has been the, the most difficult thing here. Uh, there just aren't that many uh, EVs that are being produced just yet, especially ones that uh, meet our needs as a fleet provider and as a rideshare service. 
uh, and that we can uh, buy and, and utilize at scale. And so um, we're, we're making those investments now and preparing ourselves. It's, it's definitely never been uh, the TCO <laughs> makes more and more sense. The total cost of ownership makes more and more sense as fuel prices uh, go up. And so we're excited to be able to begin that transition as soon as the cars are ready. We're expecting that to be early next year. But, you know, that's an intriguing thought. I mean, you took some ex- existing SUVs and converted them, and that's what you use. But, you know, the offerings within the EV area are just not that great. I mean, I guess Tesla X's would be perfect, but, my gosh, those things are over a hundred thousand dollars a copy. So are they are they making something for you, or is that what you're waiting for? Well, yeah, we're waiting for kind of the next generation, frankly, of of EVs, ones that are slightly bigger, that have better range, uh, better economics. Um, and I think there's a lot of manufacturers that are working on that, from Ford and GM to Volkswagen and Hyundai. There's new entrants like Rivian. Um, and we're working with all of those companies uh, that are, you know, in, in the process of their final designs and getting those vehicles into production. And we think that a lot of those new models that will be available in early 2023 really fit our model quite well in terms of their size, uh, their cost and uh, and the fit for our, what our customers and, and uh, drivers look for in a vehicle. And there have been some breakthroughs over the last couple of years in fast charging. Um, and and I guess they're working on more, but that's something else that I I would guess that you need. Absolutely, but what we what we're really excited about is that you know part of the problem with EV is that it's a chicken and egg problem. There's not enough EVs on the road because there's not enough chargers, and there's not enough chargers because there's not enough EVs. What we're able to do as a as a fleet owner and operator is is really bring these two things together. At the same time, uh, we can make the investments in the infrastructure, the chargers, the DC fast chargers, the level two chargers uh, on our facilities. To, but then we can also bring the vehicles to, to create asset utilization on those chargers. You know, most chargers across the U.S., in particular, the fast ones, have utilization rates in the single digits, 8 percent, sometimes 10 or 12 percent. Um, but but if you know, we can invest in those and, and then use them to charge our dedicated fleet. We can immediately put 50% or more utilization on those chargers, uh, which makes the investment case behind that asset also make much more sense. Yeah. Um, and then we can offer those also to the public or, or other fleets, um, and that's all additional upside. Exactly. Okay, so as I look, sit here and look at my Alto map, I notice some gaps. So, so Dallas, Palo Alto, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, Washington, D.C., you know, there's a whole middle America out there that that's not being served. <laughs> well, we, we definitely still have work to do. Uh, we're, we're, we've been growing very quickly, and we're excited to continue to do that uh, through this year and, frankly, for the next several years. You know, it's always been our aspiration to be in uh, the top 20, 25 metro areas across the U.S., and, and we're kind of on plan to do that and hope to be there by 2025 or so. Uh, and, and so it's really just a process now of kind of replicating our playbook, uh, you know, moving uh, into each new city. Um, and there's some additional fundraising left to do to help us get there. So constantly balancing uh, our ability to, to execute the business and, and grow the business is, is really what we're focused on well, as a company. Like I say, it's, it's been fun to follow you and watch the dirt fly. Will Coleman is the co-founder and CEO of Alto. It's good to have you with us always. Thank you, sir. Yep, absolutely. Good to talk to you again. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. 
I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.